It is zero hour thirty universal time. Time for the news in special English. Egypt's military rulers have agreed to form a new government. They also have promised to give power to a civilian government by July. The head of the Supreme Council of the Armed Forces, Mohammed Tantawi, announced the decision late Tuesday. The announcement followed an emergency meeting with several political groups. Mr. Tantawi said he accepted the resignation of the civilian cabinet of Prime Minister Isam Sharaf, but he said the cabinet would remain in place until a new government is formed. Tens of thousands of people gathered in Cairo's Tahrir Square Tuesday to protest the military ruler's announcement. They say they want an end to military rule immediately. Police and protesters also clashed in other cities, including Alexandria. Libya's National Transitional Council has named a new cabinet. The cabinet will govern the country until it holds its first elections since Muammar Gaddafi was ousted. The temporary prime minister, Abdurrahim al-Kib, spoke to reporters in Tripoli late Tuesday. He said that all of Libya is represented in the new cabinet. It includes people who are not well known. Among them is Osama al-Jawali as defense minister. Mr. Jawali is the commander of the forces who captured the son of former Libyan leader Muammar Gaddafi. Another little-known diplomat, Ashur bin Hayal, will head the foreign ministry. Syrian President Bashar al-Assad is facing increasing international pressure to end his deadly campaign against people who oppose his government. On Tuesday, a committee of the United Nations General Assembly voted to strongly condemn the situation in Syria. Germany proposed the vote on Monday. The resolution expresses concern about Mr. Assad's failure to carry out an Arab League proposal to permit observers in Syria. It also strongly condemns what it calls serious human rights violations by Syrian officials, including killing protesters. Iran, Cuba, North Korea, and Venezuela voted against the resolution. China and Russia, which is Syria's closest and most powerful ally, chose not to vote. The World Bank says Afghanistan will face a yearly $7 billion budget shortage over the next ten years. The World Bank says the country will likely have to depend on foreign aid. The World Bank's report says Afghanistan does not have enough money to pay for basic government services. It also does not have the money 
to support army and police forces after American and NATO forces leave. The report says international donors will have to continue to provide money to prevent the country from becoming insecure again. Afghanistan is considering its mining and agriculture industries as ways to improve its economy. You are listening to the news in VOA Special English. The army in Pakistan has denied reports that it is holding peace talks with the Pakistani Taliban or militant groups linked to it. A Pakistani army official called the reports baseless. Pakistani Interior Minister Rahman Malik also said the government has not begun official peace talks with the Taliban. He said the group would have to disarm before any negotiations could begin. The Associated Press reports that the Pakistani Taliban has declared a ceasefire in an effort to begin new peace talks with the government. But the news agency says it is not clear if all militants loyal to the Taliban will obey the declaration. A United Nations representative to Yemen says negotiators have agreed to a plan that calls for President Ali Abdullah Saleh to surrender power. Jamal bin Omar said political leaders had agreed to the plan from the Gulf Cooperation Council. It calls for Mr. Saleh to give power to a deputy. The power exchange would be followed by early elections. Mr. Saleh has approved the plan three times in the past, but refused to sign the agreement. Mr. bin Omar said negotiators were discussing plans for a signing ceremony. Separately, Yemeni security officials said gunmen kidnapped a French woman and two Yemenis in the south. The three were working for the International Committee of the Red Cross. Officials say the gunmen are demanding the release of prisoners held by the Yemeni government. The South Korean parliament has approved a free trade agreement with the United States. The bill passed with wide support during a special parliamentary meeting on Tuesday. But some opposing lawmakers and protesters reacted violently to the decision. In the Parliament, a small group of opposition lawmakers shouted protests against the vote. They also set off tear gas. Outside Parliament, Hundreds of protesters clashed with police. The protesters tried to hold a candlelight ceremony, but police armed with water cannon stopped them. The Korea-U.S. Free Trade Agreement 
is among the largest free trade deals the United States has entered in in many years. It was signed over four years ago, but lawmakers in both countries did not approve the agreement until now. The chief of security for the 2012 Olympics in Britain says the games will not have armed security from other countries. Assistant Commissioner Chris Allison on Tuesday dismissed earlier reports in Britain's Guardian newspaper. The report said 500 American security agents were going to be at the games to protect American interests. The London Organizing Committee is responsible for preparing the games. The group recently said it did not plan for enough security officials. But a spokesperson for Britain's Home Office says security planning is on track. And now, briefly. Here again is the major news of the hour. Egypt's military rulers have agreed to form a new government and to give power to a civilian government by July. Libya's National Transitional Council has named a new cabinet to govern the country until it holds its first elections. And the World Bank says Afghanistan will face a yearly $7 billion budget shortage over the next 10 years. That's the news in VOA Special English from Washington.